Hey, and welcome to the Veggies and Virtues show. I wanna share with you today my favorite bento boxes, specifically because we have officially just started out using our sixth brand over the last six years. And when my oldest started Mom's Day Out six years ago, we had tried one method and then over the years and as bento boxes have evolved and as our family and our lifestyle and my daughter's involvement in, you know, at once mom's day out and to preschool and now in grade school has all evolved. So has our lunch packing. And so I want to share that with you, share with you some of the pros and cons of what I like and what I don't like as much about the bento boxes that we've used over the years, just to give you some tried and true perspective. But my hope is that you will glean from this episode a better understanding about what bento box might fit best for your family based on your child, your family, your budget, and what kind of foods you may enjoy or want to be sending in lunches as well. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. To start out talking about the bento boxes, I want to take a step back first and discuss the preliminary question that you need to ask yourself. Because first and foremost, I want you to know whether you are starting with a preset lunch bag or if you want to start with your bento box and then pick a lunch bag that fits. Because I know for me, when my daughter was first going to Mom's Day Out and we were first kind of getting into all the back-to-school shopping and things like that, we pre-ordered, as I've mentioned on episodes, other episodes and on episode 50 where I share our favorite lunch packing supplies and what we're using this year. Back then, you know, now over six years ago, we also had a Land's End backpack for my daughter and a Land's End lunch bag. I was super excited, had them both embroidered. You know, I was definitely first-time mom, very excited with all the back-to-school supplies. That said, I quickly learned that while that first year we had a particular bento box, which I'll cover in a couple minutes, as the bento boxes that we purchased and began using over time evolved, they didn't always fit in that particular lunch bag. And so there's not consistency between each of these. Oftentimes the provider is wanting you to purchase a lunch bag that fits their bento. And so it can be kind of tricky to find a lunch bag that universally fits any and all bento boxes. So make sure if there's a bento box that you know you wanna use or one of those ones that I cover that you think, yes, this is absolutely which one I wanna use, that you look up the dimensions and that you make sure you find a lunch bag that will fit that. The vice versa is also true. If you know that you have a lunch bag already ordered or say you're listening to this after you've already bought bento boxes and you already have your lunch bag in place and you maybe want to add an additional one so that say while one is air drying overnight you have a secondary one that you could alternate with i've definitely done this as well but you do want to make sure that whatever the dimensions of your lunch bag are will also fit with whatever given bento you decide to add to the mix so just a little preliminary food for thought to think about The second is if you haven't listened to episode 48, I want you to go and make sure that you've listened to that. That's where I talk you through some of the meal planning strategies for back to school. And it gives you a really 
normal starting place based off your family's normal. Because the reason I say this right now is as I talk through each of these bento boxes, you are going to hear me speak about different food options being included in different bento boxes and things like, is it leak proof? or what kind of hot, cold versatility does it have for the food temperature of the items that you send? Does it have a space big enough for sandwiches? Or if you know your kids go to normal is not a sandwich, who cares? You don't really need a bento box that right now functions to include the space for a sandwich. You may prefer one that has smaller compartments and more of them so that it's more of like a snacky lunch. So go back and make sure that you've listened to episode 48 so that you can already have your meal plan in place. And then these first two preliminary steps become really easy because again, chicken or the egg, do you want to decide your lunch bag or your bento first? And then second, what kind of bento is most functional for your family? So if you are, whether or not really you're deciding on the lunch bag first or the bento first, you know from what I'm sharing here, what kind of bento best fits what your child's normal is in terms of what you plan to normally send for them. And this will help narrow down not just the brand of Mento that you might want to get, but also which option within each brand as each of them have a lot of different varieties in terms of, you know, compartments and size and, and how much each might fit given your kid's appetite. So I'll try to be considerate of time here and wanting to kind of crank through each of these. I'm going to start with the first lunchbox option that we used onward to present day. And if you've listened to episode 50, you know what we're using in the coming school year, but I wanna take you back to the beginning a little bit so you know a little bit about how our family has kind of evolved. And I think you can associate that a little bit with the ages and stages of my kids at those given times, because I know some of you, your kids are just starting out in daycare or preschool, and you want a really easy functional lunchbox for a preschooler who still may need a little added assistance or not want as heavy of a lunchbox or not may not have as big of an appetite and things like that, versus those of us who have kids in elementary school and we need a bento that's a little bit more versatile maybe, or one that fits more food for bigger appetites and things like that. So as I go through these six bento boxes that we've used over the last six years, just know that I'm gonna order it chronologically and get up to present day doing it that way. So the first item we ever used was something called an easy lunch boxes. And it is kind of the most generic bento box option that there is. It's by far the most affordable. It's basically a glorified Tupperware. And again, back in, let's see, 2015, 2016, this was still felt kind of novel to me, at least as a new mom it did. But at the time it was a compartmentalized Tupperware and there's multicolor lids. And honestly, at the time I was using it for my husband's lunches to send him packed lunches. And when I was doing that, I started also packing them for my daughter and I, because they come in a four pack. It was super easy. Easy Lunchboxes has since been bought by another owner and rebranded a little bit, but the concept is still the same. Whether you choose to use Easy Lunchboxes brand, which is linked to my Amazon shop under lunch packing supplies, or you can really go with any Tupperware that is going to have a few different compartments. So the ones that we used were a three compartment that kind of had a bigger section for a sandwich or you know larger food items and then two smaller ones. And that was kind of my first introduction to ever having some sort of lunch tray, bento box type dynamic. But because we had four of them, because they were super versatile for my husband, myself, or us to use for my daughter, and so affordable, we could get four for, I looked and present day price is like $14 for all four. It was a really economical option 
to kind of get that proof of concept that this was something I liked having on hand. I like that they nestled together. And so in terms of storing in a cupboard, it was much easier than say four separate bentos. And so that was a great introduction. However, there were some shortcomings with it that as my daughter got a little bit more into mom's day out and then preschool, and we got a little bit more comfortable with packing lunches that didn't feel quite as functional. One at the time, my daughter was not eating sandwiches at all. And so having three compartments of those sizes wasn't really functional for our family. Additionally, the lid is not quite as durable and strong to stay shut as I would have liked. And so for something like my husband or I, we know how to you know carefully carry a lunch container. But with my daughter, I felt like something that had a little bit more of a latch was a little more functional. It gave us a little bit more leak-proof protection and ultimately, just seemed like a better fit for us. And we could have you know, some more of the compartments with the other brands. And that's when we first tried out Yumbox. We first tried out the Yumbox Original, which is Yumboxes with six compartments. It has five that are half cut portions and then like that little circle for dips. And this one lasted us for years. My kids were much more into snacky lunches. And so having six different compartments that were all leak proof worked really for, well for our family. The latch was really easy for my kids to open and close. And even after years of use, when the latch did wear, Yumbox has tremendous customer service, sent us a replacement, a replacement for free, and we could continue to get good use out of the box. So even though the Yumbox was very functional with kids, it was drop proof, leak proof, there's a lot of different options in terms of the different arrangements. Like I said, when my kids were into snacky lunches, the sixth compartment was great, but they've come up with a lot of other designs since, and I think we actually own every single one of them. I've been very happy with the brand overall. That said, you will start noticing some wear and tear. And so from just a functional aesthetics perspective, you might notice like this, the leak proof nature of bento boxes is going to get just a little grimy. Like you're gonna have to go in there and clean out that little part because unlike the larger compartments of other boxes that aren't leak proof, it's like a pleuro and a con, right? Because you want a leak proof box. However, you do have to be a little bit more particular with cleaning it, but the Yumbox is dishwasher safe in, on the top shelf, which I love. However, from a health perspective and for my own family's values, as we have replaced bentos over the year, you'll see a trend. And that for us is that we've been replacing plastic with stainless steel. And a lot of that does come down to the durability of it. Stainless steel is going to be more expensive up front, but if you listen to episode 50, you know that I mentioned it does pay for itself over time because you shouldn't have to replace it as often. And so the challenge I have with the Yumbox is it does show more wear and tear and again, the aesthetics of you know being scratched or things like that. But from a health perspective, my preference is to limit the amount of food storage that we're doing it in plastic just so that it's not leaching any chemicals, it's not creating any health problems there, but when we're, you know, whether we're just using it repeatedly or we are washing it in the dishwasher and exposing it to that heat, I would rather not be using that over time and exposing the food elements within it to reused plastic again and again, year after year. And so while I loved the functionality of it at first, Plastic versus stainless is a personal option, and I should probably do an episode just on that. But that is why we have evolved from using the main Yumbox original as our primary box to we still use our plastic Yumboxes on occasion. However, we've since switched to the Yumbox Presto, which is the stainless steel based one, 
and other stainless steel boxes. So just know that while it's super functional up front, if you start noticing scratches on the plastic, particularly inside the little compartments, you may want to look at replacing either the liner and or the entire unit if you notice that the gaskets on the leak-proof aspect is a little bit grimy. The last challenge I've had with Yumbox, again, I've been very happy with the brand as a whole. However, as we see supply chain issues everywhere, I would say that Yumbox is the brand that I've noticed it the most with. So if you're looking to get a bento, like order it today after you listen to this episode, chances are you might run into a challenge with Yumbox. They seem to have faced more supply issues than I've seen with some of the other brands that I'm talking about today. And so while I am a loyal lover of Yum Boxes and oftentimes have just waited it out until they're available, if you do have a little bit of urgency to need to get a lunchbox before back to school, you may find that they don't have either the colors or the styles or the models that you want in as timely of a manner. Moving on, the one that I think next came to market to us and became most popular was the Bentgo. This is probably one of the most popular ones I see families using. And I think one of the reasons for that and one of the reasons it's so well liked is it's so affordable. It's not as affordable as like the easy lunchbox, but it's going to be more affordable than say a yum box. But the design is very similar to a yum box. Similar to Yumbox, there's a lot of different models of Bentgo these days. They've done a lot of different shapes and designs and you know number of compartments and things like that. And they also have a range of price points. But the, the Bentgo is one of the brands that I see by far on sale the most. It's on Groupon, it's at Sam's Club, it has sales on Amazon. Zulily is another one that often has it. So if, you're, if you've already maybe bought Bento Box for the year and yet you're considering a secondary one, I think Bentgo would be a great secondary one because you're not going to pay quite as much, but you're going to get great function out of it. So with the Bentgo, there's a lot of the same functionality in terms of being leak proof and dishwasher safe like the Yumbox. And the only consideration that I would have there is if for young kids, I think it's great because they tend to have small appetites, want more snacky lunches. So this may not be a concern, but something I noticed is when we began to transition out of the Unbox original or out of the Bentgo original one, then we needed maximized space. And the Bentgo does have a little bit more wasted space between the compartments in the original container. It's just part of the design. It's not a huge hiccup, but I would say if you're trying to maximize your space, it's a great lightweight, durable container. And yet it's going to have a little bit more wasted space than say something like a Unbox. That said, Bentgo, as I mentioned, there's often sales so make sure that you look for the sales but there's also so many different design options so it can be really inviting and fun for kids where something like the yum box i'm comparing them because they tend to be the two most similarly compared in the market or at least that we have tried obviously i'm not evaluating every single bento box today just the ones that we have tried but the Bentgo has a lot of really fun designs. So rather than like a solid base design of the Yumbox, it does have the solid base designs, but it also has different pattern ones. And so that can be really fun as well. However, in addition to a little bit more wasted space, something I don't prefer about the Bentgo is again, the plastic nature. It can wear and tear over time. It can have scratches on the plastic. And if you do choose to wash it in the dishwasher, just wanting to be a little bit more considerate of how your family feels towards plastics and things like that in the home. And so while that, as I mentioned, is a separate episode, and thankfully the Bentgo is less expensive, so you could replace it more often than some of the other options, that is one of the reasons why we also transitioned out of that and into the next option that I wanna talk about. 
The fourth bento box brand that we tried was that from Lunchbox. They had sent me some samples and it was the first stainless steel bento box that we had tried and they were really generous to send us a variety of different options. And so we had some of the snack boxes, some of the different layouts of the bento boxes and they come with little silicone liners because the Lunchbox container is not leak proof. It's not leak proof on the lid. It's just a very simple stainless steel lid. And so it's not going to prevent leaking from the top side, but also in the bottom corners of each of the compartments, there's little spaces that things would leak in between the two of those. So again, going back to what types of items your child likes, if you know you send a lot of like juicy fruits or yogurts or syrups or, you know, probably not soups because that would also need temperature and things like that, but really any thin liquid that could transfer between compartments, you can use the little silicone liners from Lunchbots. However, it's still not going to prevent all leakage. It's just gonna be basically anything that would leak on the bottom because it still could leak on the top. So while I love Lunchbots for snacks, we've had a harder time with it for lunches because my kids do tend to want to make sure that like nothing gets from container con to container. And even if it's just moisture, even if it's not necessarily liquid, but just moisture from one compartment overnight, making cracker soggy in the compartment next to it and things like that. So I think it's a great introduction to stainless steel. It is also a, a lower price point than one of the other options that I'll share as the sixth one, the one that we're using present day. However, it's not been the most functional for our family due to the lack of leak proof of it. The other aspect with the stainless steel, again, you have to weigh your priorities on do you feel comfortable sending plastic or do you prefer stainless steel? Additionally, you have to think of the ages and stages of your kids because if you do want a stainless steel lunchbox, something like the lunchbox can be kind of challenging. One, it doesn't have the cute, like kid-friendly designs as much. They're much more simple and like relying on that stainless steel design. However, the more functional side of this that I see challenging with young kids and experiences with my own kids is, as I mentioned before, with the lack of leak-proof nature of Lunchbots, the challenge becomes that there isn't a latch where the Yumbox or the Benko is gonna have a really kid-friendly latch for young kids or kids who are kind of still developing that dexterity to open their own Lunchboxes and things like that. I do see a bigger challenge with the Lunchbots design in terms of how the lid connects and the lack of a latch. So the fifth lunchbox type, again, yes, we have a large lunchbox cupboard at my house. You have to remember that this is my job. So I often try more kitchen cooking, feeding products than the average household. And so by no means do you need all of these. I'm just sharing the evolution over the years. And as we've replaced one and gotten another one, some of which have been samples sent to me to try out it, this is my job. So again, just remember that you don't need to get a new lunchbox every year or to have all of these types, just to share that as a disclaimer. But the fifth one that we tried was that from Omi Box. And this design, if you're familiar, it's kind of a standalone box because it has a compartment that you can heat and send you know, warm items in, but then it also has some other compartments that you could put like dry items in or just room temperature items in. We tend to still pack it with a lunch, or excuse me, with an ice pack in a lunch bag just for the items that are chilled, but the little thermos container can also, it can be used for hot or cold, and the lunch box itself has a handle on it. So in theory, your child could just hold it. It's very kid-friendly in the design that way, 
but it is a little bit more cumbersome in the other design elements I see because within the leak proof container, it's more challenging for my children. I mean, it's meant to be leak proof if you're sending something like a soup, but you could also send cold items like yogurt that stays cold in that thermos container if you've pre-chilled it. But the, the top itself, in order to keep the liquids in, is a little bit more of a tight seal, and it can be a little bit more challenging for small hands to twist it off. Additionally, as a mom, I don't prefer cleaning this one. It's more cumbersome, even if we don't use the thermal component, the gasket in this, the expectation is that you take the gasket out of the lid each time to properly wash it. I don't find that very functional. I'm just not gonna do that on three lunch boxes every single time. And so do as you will. I personally find that a little bit cumbersome, but it is made with BPA free plastic and it kind of gives you the hybrid of a plastic box with really deep compartments. So the volume capacity on this box is great. It is a little bit bigger, a little bit heavier, a little bit clunkier. However, you get to fit more volume in it. So as my kids' appetite increased and we kind of outgrew, say like the original Banggo or original Yum Box, the Omi Box was a great option because more volume and it also gave us more variety because we had that hot cold container before we were ever really like using a thermos or things like that. But as my kids' preferences expanded and we could send hot or cold items, that was kind of a nice option to have. The number one thing I hear from parents about the Omi Box is it's a, it's a little bit twofold, I would say. One, there's a little bit of a learning curve with the thermal insert because if you've never used a thermos, whether to send hot or cold items, it takes a little bit of trial and error. And I think there's fun ways to do this. I mentioned that in episode 51 when I talked about sending a separate thermos as a fun novelty item, but there's a little bit of a learning curve with how long items stay hot or cold in the Omi box, particularly if you're also sending an ice pack to keep certain items cold and yet the hot items hot. And so depending on I hate to use the word high maintenance, but depending on how high maintenance you want your lunchbox, I feel like the Omi box probably has the most potential for sending a wide variety. So if you have a really adventurous eater, it may be a great option. However, I say that with a caveat that it'll probably take you a little bit more trial and error. So you too have to be a little bit more willing to invest the time and energy in learning how to use it to its fullest potential, especially because it is a higher price point bento box. And so you wanna make sure that you're getting the value out of it for the you know added function that it comes with at the added cost. Last but not least is the planet box. This is one that I saw so many colleagues and other parents share for a really long time. And again, we already had a very full lunchbox drawer. And so I didn't feel like this was a bento that I necessarily needed to try ourselves. However, as mentioned with some of the wear and tear on the plastic lunchboxes that we've had and needing to recycle those and move on to another box, for me, I decided, similar with all household appliances, as we need to replace items, I often don't wanna buy duplicates of something that's still functional. But as we replace things, for my personal preference and health goals for our family, I tend to replace plastic with either glass or stainless, depending on what the you know product is. And so with our bento boxes, that has led us to Planet Box for this coming year. If you listen to episode 50, you know I talked a little bit more at length about this and our choice in that. But from a pros and cons perspective, I just wanted to share, depending on the Planet Box model that you use 
it does have similar options and compartments similar to you know really any of the ones that we've talked about there's different layouts of it for the different compartments there's different size boxes depending on the appetite size that your family might have i bought three of the rovers because all my kids have pretty similar appetites at this point and you know want a decent volume of food but aren't necessarily relying on like a sandwich every day or a whole sandwich and things like that so i feel like it fits about the right amount of food for our family right now the size is a little bit of a challenge because it doesn't fit very well in the lunch bag that we have. I thought I would be close and we're a little bit closer than I wanted. So unfortunately, the size of it doesn't necessarily fit. There's just something about the little lip that is on the Planet Box as well as things like the Yumbox Presto for that stainless steel shape. It just, it it's the barrier with both of them in terms of how they fit in a lunch bag where things like the Benko or the Yumbox or the lunch bots all are more uniform in shape on the outside and so it's a little bit easier to fit in a lunch bag. The other complaint that I often hear from families is that Planet Box is perceived as by far the most expensive. As I've mentioned, we got it on a back to school sale for 30% off, so it's much more comparable in price to the other ones that I've mentioned. However, if you paid full price, this would probably be the most expensive, noting that you shouldn't need to replace it as often because it is stainless steel. When it comes to the leak proof nature of the Planet Box, it also is not leak proof in the way that say a Bentgo or a Yumbox is. However, something I didn't mention with Lunchbots that they also do is when you buy the Lunchbots or the Planet Box, they'll send little containers. You can either add them on if you need additional ones or the, some of the different options will come with preset little stainless steel containers that have a silicone lid. So you could put the items that you'd be more concerned about leaking or if there's specific items you want to not have anything leak on, you could put them in those containers. So similar to the little silicone liners I talked about with the Lunchbots, I forgot that we also got a bunch of stainless steel containers with lids from Lunchbots, as well as with the purchase of our Planet Box. The final thing I'll touch on with the Planet Box is it does have a latch. I mentioned that the lid can be a little bit challenging on the Lunchbots stainless steel container. And that's something that I think Planet Box has done really well is it's very open, or excuse me, it's very easy for my kids to open. Additionally, the current models that they have, they're offering like magnets to kind of personalize it. So my kids, if you saw my Instagram stories, my kids got really excited about that. It felt a little bit more customized than just say a standard stainless steel box that looked universal from kid to kid. So that's what we're using this year. And that gets us to the present day of the six bento boxes that we've used over the last six years. You can see that between them being kid-friendly or easy to clean, durable, whether your kid's going to drop them or you just wanna buy one box and not have to think about it for several years to come, whether you have one child or several children to buy for and the price points that you need to purchase lunch boxes with accordingly, and then also the variety of food that your kids like. Are they someone who eats more dry or packaged foods in the bento box and you don't need to worry about leak proof as much? Or are you sending more liquids or fruits or vegetables or things that could have some added moisture or leaking and you need to either adjust the temperature or the type of container that you send it in? All these factors can come into play when you're picking out your bento box. And as I do this episode, it did go longer in time than I usually want. But something I think would be really helpful that I'm going to do on the next episode is I'm going to break down these six bento boxes in terms of the criteria that I just shared. How kid-friendly they are, how easy to clean they are, how durable they are, how cost-effective they are, and how much variety they give you the opportunity to send in your kids' lunches. I'm gonna rate each of these 
so that you have a real quick and easy snapshot of what I think the best bento box is for a given category. As we talked about, there's different priorities for each and every family, and I want you to be able to prioritize accordingly what would fit for your family. However, what I'm going to ask from you is that you follow the Veggies and Virtue podcast, and if you know someone that this might help, please share the show with them as well. This is super helpful to being able to help reach more moms, but also it helps you to get this podcast on your podcast player each and every Monday and Wednesday when my episodes air. 